0: Good morning my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 27 in the book of 2nd Timothy. I'm going to call this the second best of 2nd Timothy highlights and the best of starting with 2nd Timothy 2:21. He talks about being holy and useful and how do we get to be that way? Well, when when we're called, we're supposed to answer the call. When we're cleansed, we're supposed to stand in the difficulty and the conviction and the crying and the wrestling that involves Christianity and then be useful be capable and generally observations that people need to see the face of God before they turn to the hands of God so starting with readiness and then finally in community he says we're supposed to be do, we're to do this along with other people Then in verse uh, 2 Timothy 2, 24, and that is that friends make disciples. The Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, must be kind to everyone, able to teach, and patiently enduring. Uh, It's a general principle that friends make disciples by kindness, gentleness, patience. You bear more influence than grouchy people. The quarrelsome frequently find themselves alone and isolated. Then uh, we're into chapter 3. 3 verse 4 talks about loving God, be a lover of God. So what what qualifications to, for church leadership What and what happens when leadership goes wrong? So he encourages us, don't get love ro- wrong. Love God rather than self and money and a bunch of other things. Don't get humility wrong. Don't get learning wrong. Uh, all these things are supposed to arrive at a result. Don't get positional power Wrong. So be careful. So it's loving God and don't do a bunch of other things. Next was this word long longanimity, which is the patient disposition to bear injuries. And uh, Paul says that follow me in my persecutions. Follow me in being hunted. It's hunting season and the hunt and on the menu is you, young Christian. So follow me in my patience towards this. Towards what? It's be patient in persecution. Follow me in my patience. So that is towards being hunted. Have the patient disposition towards being persecuted or hunted. Continue in longanimity stay there and reside. To live a Christian life is to have the patient disposition towards being hunted. Then the breath of God, 316, oh my goodness, all scripture is breathed out by God. We have the breath of God. And what can we do? How do we capture it? Well, we already have it. It's in a bottle, so to speak. It's it's in our Bible. Uh, We looked at that by going back to 2nd Chronicles chapter 34 where the the nation of Israel lost the bible for a number of generations they could they had no bible and then Hezekiah sends a priest to clean the temple and he finds the book of the law so now what and we find out great story what Hezekiah I'm sorry, Josiah, excuse me, does uh, with that Bible. The Bible requests an answer, and Josiah re- responds beautifully. Then, uh, so what about the, the breath of God? We're supposed to avail it. it. And one of the things about it is it's to our advantage and to our benefit. It says that it is profitable. For teaching, reproof, correction, training, and righteousness, that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good good work. So it claims to be of advantage and help and benefit. It's The user of it is supposed to be competent and more complete and more proficient. And then, uh, you know, then gird your loins for a second. There's some reproof as well. Because of that, we kind of get the, uh, the offense of the Bible, and i gave the snarky line the only thing worse than having the word of god is not having the word of god so paul charges timothy there's a judge you know this is not optional material here the the teaching of the bible is often not suited to my passion and that's kind of the point there we all have an, an appetite for teaching that suits our you know our interest and that's not always a good thing better is teaching that is sourced in him that is sound teaching with a capital t And then we find uh, Paul going to the end, fighting to the finish in 4-7. I have fought the good fight. I have not, I have finished the race, excuse me, and I have kept the faith. And you are as close to your finish as you have ever been. And tomorrow you will be ever closer, even closer. So Paul shows Timothy how to respond to the above reality, which is keep fighting the fight, fight until you finish and finish well. Uh, he uses the term about loving his appearing. And uh, it means to be. it's that God is crowning knuckleheads with righteousness. He does it now and he's going to be doing it uh, in heaven as well. Those who love God, that he is bringing righteousness to knuckleheads and love that he is crowning knuckleheads with righteousness even in heaven. So who stands uh, with Paul? Though Paul kind of found himself alone at one of his Roman trials, he recounts, but the Lord stood by me in 417, and the Lord strengthened me. So let's get ready for difficulty, and let's not really end up alone when superficially we are alone in the challenge. And then finally, he asks, "Can the Lord bring me safely through?" And this is during Paul's, you know, near execution. He's imprisoned, he's cold, he's abandoned, he's lonely. And he says, Yet, the Lord is going to rescue him and bring him safely through in 4.18. So apparently, the truth of the rescue applies even after the execution. So we don't understand the timing of the Lord's rescue. We don't understand the mechanics of it. But we do understand enough that the Lord rescues and the Lord brings safely through. Finally, he talks about uh, come before winter. So Paul closes his letter to Timothy with one of the most evocative and poignant pleas in biblical literature, and that is come before winter. The winter of Paul's life is full of wonderful, faithful people. He goes on and on to close his letter with attaching those bonds of greeting to Timothy and the other people in his uh, church there in Rome. So let's honor those who are in the winter of their life and in the winter of their ministry. Let's join them and let's honor those who come before winter and serve those who are in the winter of their life. Thank you for listening to Second Timothy. I pray that it would be a benefit, a blessing, and a profit to you as it says it will. Thanks for listening.